Hi. Let's talk about some pastor's picks. So we have one pastor's pick this week. It is for my friend Heidi's business, Humble Hearts Clergy Apparel. These garments that she creates are beautiful and they are well made and there is so much love put into them. I hope that you'll go out to their website and look at them, humbleheartsclergyapparel.com. And I hope that you'll check out the business. Like I said, I can't say enough about these amazing garments. They're beautiful. And if you're a clergy person, I encourage you to go out and to check it out. Welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast with my mom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast, episode 31. I'm your host, Pastor Casey, and I am so excited to be back with you this week after what proved to be a, a pretty interesting week last week and this week and yeah, all the things. So I just want to get right into it. And we're going to do a segment called Parenting Fails, Confessions and Wins. But I'm going to change it this week and just call it Parenting Wins, because I have a few. And so I want to be super transparent with you. I want to share with you that I have recently come into knowing more about who I am and have realized that I am a non-binary human being, that I probably identify more closely with something called agender, meaning I don't really ascribe to either of them or the binary at all, sort of just rejecting it altogether. I do feel like it's intimately connected to my identity in Christ, um, and I would love to talk you know, more about that as our journey goes on together. But it also just feels like deeply, deeply beautiful. And so I've been so, so grateful for the support and encouragement that I've received from everyone, including specifically some auto parent listeners. I've been so grateful to hear from you. And yeah, we're just going to keep doing this thing together. And perhaps we'll We'll figure it out as we go along. That's what the whole thing's about, right? So my parenting win this week is is connected to that. And I just want to say that living into who I am and my truth, I shared a little bit about this on social media, but the day, the night I shared, I was able to sleep. I was able to fall asleep unmedicated for the first time in two years. No medicine, no, no nothing, no, um, you know, like meditation ritual, just regular old sleep hygiene. And I fell asleep, um, which was a huge gift. It was a huge gift. And it's just a testament to the more we can continue to live into who we are and who God has created us to be, um, the more life can be good, good, like in that created sense, good. So yeah, sleep happened. That's a parenting win. I'll just say that. Um, And then also, like, I've had some really amazing conversations with my kids about this. Um, Cash recently came to me and said, hey, like, I don't know, you know, whether or not I would like to be a they, them, or whether I still am a boy, but I just want you to know that I'm, you know, thinking about it. And I was like, great. Beautiful, amazing. Um, It calls back to that episode that we had about validation and just remembering to validate it every step of the way. So sleeping has been great. The other thing that's happened is that I don't hate my body anymore. 
And I wasn't really in a phase of hating my body in a sense that like, I don't have body positivity and feel good in my body. Like I have had some of that, but I've also had some extreme dysphoria. It's been really intense lately. And there have been mornings where I've tried to get ready to go somewhere. And I've just literally sat on the floor and cried because I couldn't bear to wear these clothes that that for so long I had been wearing sort of as a mask. And so it's been a real amazing gift to get up, to not hate my body, to wear what I feel most comfortable and confident in, and to, you know, not have to subscribe to anybody else's understanding of what they think that I should look like. That's been a dang gift and something that I think will be imparted on my young ones if I continue to to live free in this way. And the final win that I want to share with you is that because I have this newfound relationship with my body in a way that feels validating and like I have a stamp of approval, (laughs) I have felt more energized and more able to take care of myself. And so for the past two weeks, I've been swimming every morning and it, it is a beautiful moment where I get to be just in the water. It's very meditative. There is exercise. It is just, it is good. I've been feeding my body well. All of these things have happened as a result of living into who I am and living into my truth. And that is that is just simply a parenting win. I don't take credit for it. <laughs> I, you know, experienced some courage and some bravery that was surely given to me by God. I had a beautiful and intimate an amazing conversation with my partner who is so supportive and loving, who empowered me to continue to live my truth. I've had some deep and beautiful conversations with my kids. I have engaged with my colleagues and my coworkers and our servant leaders and all of these people who have been so encouraging and supportive. And so my win is just, is just being in a place that was safe and felt free enough for me to be able to live this truth and I am unbelievably grateful and I'm not going to cry even though I am crying I'm not going to cry so that's my parenting win for the day I hope that it gives you some kind of encouragement to just make a decision for you today to figure out what it means to live your truth, to give yourself five minutes to go for a walk or a swim or some kind of something that feeds your body and to do so in a way that feels validating and loving and like created good, good. And you know what? I want to hear about it. So as we always say, this has been a segment called Parenting Wins. And if you have your own parenting wins or if you you know, spend five minutes with yourself today, or if you do anything that we've talked about, I want to hear about it. You can send those to us via voice memo. We'd love to hear your voice, or you can type them out to us on Instagram or Twitter. And now it's time to do a little something different. It's time for our Get Real segment, where each week we take the lectionary passage and get real. Our lectionary text for this week comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 through chapter 5, verse 2. 
Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave Christ's self up for us as a fragment offering and sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gosh, it really speaks for itself, doesn't it? Only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. May that be what comes out of our mouths. That it may benefit those who listen. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other just as Christ has forgiven us. Follow God's example as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love. My goodness, it sounds like a recipe, right? And I tend to be someone who comes to the text and wants to problematize it or comes to the text and wants to like sort of argue with it or wrestle with it or ask questions about it. And I am feeling overcome with sort of a devotional spirit while reading this text. If we're called to anything, my hope is that it's kindness and compassion and love. We can all sort of hear something from this text. It doesn't matter. Speaking of of non-binary, let's offer some binaries. It doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum we're on. It doesn't matter what our gender is, if it falls in a binary. It doesn't matter if we're old or young or if we're new to this faith thing or if we've been around this faith thing for a long time, or if we're in a progressive church or a conservative church, or if we're in an urban area or a rural area, none of those things matter when we're presented with this text from this letter, which Paul wrote, which which essentially Ephesians, we like to think that this letter was written to the church at Ephesus, but scholars actually, most of them agree the Ephesians letter was written as a circular letter, meaning that it would have traveled it would have traveled to, to many of the congregations and churches, meaning this is somewhat of a universal message. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave us. Follow God's example as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love. What would it be like? What would it be like if we... (laughs) If we knew, and then that translated into action, if we knew that we were God's beloved 
children and that we were loved just as we are. And then we were able to act in such a way (laughs) that our actions come out of knowing that we're loved. Oh my goodness, right? That, I mean, I don't want to armchair psychology here, but like a lot of our actions, a lot of the ways that we process things and the ways that we move through trauma, a lot of that comes from a deep internal fear of either a fear that we are not loved or a fear that we cannot be loved or a fear that we cannot be known truly. Can you imagine if the way that we approached all of our interactions with people, our relationships came from a place of knowing and believing that we are known and that we are loved in God. It would not put therapists out of a job. We're always going to need therapists. (laughs) It would not put the church out of a job. Um, It would not put, you know, it's, it's not meant to sort of be a fix, but what it is, is it's, it's a lens with which we can see, oh, right. Like if I wake up each day and say yes to myself in a beautiful way that is not harmful to me, that is not harmful to anyone else, then I'm saying yes to God. If I wake up every day and I say yes to God, that means saying yes to myself. And it's a beautiful, amazing, wonderful gift that we can give to ourselves and to our kids. And speaking of kids, like for us to know that we are known and loved means that somebody has to continually tell us that. And if we're getting that from God, because we can't get that from any kind of earthly relationship, we need to be able to teach our kids, number one, that they are known and loved by us. You are known, you are loved by me. And also that they are known and that they are loved by God and claimed by God. And if your child's been baptized, then this is an example of that, right? So what I want to leave us with today is that it matters. (laughs) It matters that you live into who you are. And it may be hard before it gets easier. And it may, quote unquote, get worse before it gets better. But there's this beautiful space of living into the fullness of created being that is a gift to ourselves and it's a gift to our kids And if (laughs) it can't help but cultivate environments of kindness and compassion and love, it can't help but make us want to think twice before we incite anger or rage or bitterness. Because there's, there's just something so pure about human to human interaction where, where both humans know that they are known and loved and both humans feel respected and kindness and compassion and love from one another. That's the kingdom. That's the kingdom. That's what I got. (laughs) That's what I got for us this week. It's been awesome to be with you and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the auto parent podcast. We're going to leave you with a parent mantra. Something you can say to yourself or to your partner just to know that you're not alone. Your mantra for this week is, I am known and I am loved. I am known and I am loved. Because friends, if we don't believe that, 
it's going to be really hard to convince our kids. And remember this, you don't have to be an auto parent to be a good one. I've been your host, Pastor KC. You can follow me on Twitter at RevKCVC. Join us next week, same time, same place. You can find out more information about Foundry United Methodist Church by visiting our website, www.foundryumc.org. If you're specifically looking for information about our Family Ministries Department or our offerings for parents, you can find those at www.foundryumc.org slash family ministries.